Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thank you for joining me another great day. This is a day the Lord's made, and certainly we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. And I just want to start uh, sharing some things that I, years ago, we did this program called Not a Fan, and it went really well at church, and this is back about eight years ago. And I found a couple messages that from from there that I really liked that I want to share kind of with you for the next uh probably this week, probably just this week. And so would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this great day. Thank you for all you do in our lives. Thank you for all you want to do in our lives. And Lord, may we follow you with extreme carefulness and extreme love for you, that we would serve you and know where we're at with you. Give us strength in our weaknesses. Give us power to overcome those things that come our way. And Lord, bless these wonderful listeners open up their heart's door and speak to them and to me as we share today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I guess a question I have for you is how would you define your relationship with Jesus? Would you say it's alive and vibrant? Man, you're so excited to spend time with Jesus. You're so excited to get up in the morning and roll out of bed and know you're going to be with Jesus Or would you say it's very shallow and maybe almost non-existent? Would you say it's all built around spiritual people close to you? Well, folks, it's time for us all to take a close look at where we're at with our walk with God. Because, folks, as we know, things are really happening in this world, and we don't know what tomorrow holds. And we want to be ready, and we want people to be ready. I heard an incredible statistic last week from Barna how many thousands of people in this world are leaving church every week. It was an amazing stat. In fact, I want to do some more research on it, so I'm not going to give you the exact number this time. I might have already shared it, but I just... It's just crazy that so many people are turning away from God instead of to God in a time that we need God. You know, I'm sure uh, there are many like those in the Bible that did not have relationship but followed the miracles. Are we following the spectacle or do we know what a relationship is and have a relationship with God? You know, when you have a best friend, what do you want to do? You want to call and tell him exciting news. You know, something great happens to you, you want to you wanna tell them about it. I know in my life when good things have happened, I'm anxious to tell my friends and my family about it. My brothers, I've told you this before, but my brothers and I all were in a free throw contest all our lives. We shot free throws, and all of us, because our dad took us out, we had shot thousands and thousands of free throws, so we were all relatively good at it. But when one of us would beat the other guy's record, we would be calling all our other brothers, hey, Doug, guess what? I beat your record. I hit 67 in a row. Or my brother Dan, I think he hit 69 in a row. And then... then uh, then my brother Dave hit 91 in a row, and I hit 94. Then then it was just Dave and I. And Dave was even six years older than me. And, and as I said before, long story short, I finally hit 101 free throws in a row. And my brother Dave went on to hit 110 in a row two weeks later. So he, of course, is in heaven now, but holds the family record. But we'd always call and tell each other because we were excited about it. We wanted to share But sometimes we follow the excitement, we follow the spectacles, we follow what's going on that seems so important to us. Jesus had already been healing people, and the curiosity was so great that people wanted to see what he would do next. 
They didn't have to wait long after the statement as a sixth chapter of John goes on to tell the story about Jesus feeding the 5,000. You know, in fact, I didn't even read to you, but John 6, 1 and 2 says, Sometime after this, Jesus crossed the shore of Sea of Galilee, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the sign he had performed by healing the sick. They followed him because of the miracle. So following that, we see the feeding of the 5,000 people with five small barley loaves and two small fish that the little boy had. Now, you got to understand, this was this little boy's lunch. So there are probably a couple little, um, oh, maybe bluegill or something, really small fish, and maybe five uh, barley loaves, maybe the size of Twinkies as bread, and the, and the boy had his lunch. And so Jesus turned it into an abundance of food. Yes, another incredible miracle. But many were still experiencing the starstruck versus taking to heart what he was talking about, having a profound relationship with the king of life. Jesus continues to amaze, but Jesus sets him straight. Listen to what he says in John four forty eight, the words of Jesus Christ. Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, Jesus told them, you will never believe. Instead, having faith to grasp on him, they had to see and touch and feel. How many people is that prevalent with today? People just have to see it to believe it. You've heard people say that before in life. Well, I won't believe it until I see it. Well, faith is believing the unseen. Yes, understand this. Get it down. Faith is believing the unseen. Jesus didn't just show his miracles. Jesus taught all who were there. Some wanted to see miracles, not just listen to teaching, because we like the spectacular. We like the things that are interesting. We follow the excitement. A while back, there was all these fire trucks going by, and they're going by the church, and so we just happened, after after our Bible study, we said, well, let's go out and see if we see what's going on here. Our curiosity, because of the excitement. And we go down the road about a mile, and we see off to our right, uh, the road's blocked off, and there's a, there's a fire at someone's house on the front porch, and we see what's going on, but we had, we had to just check it out, you know, curiosity, and that's what many of these people were doing. They wanted to see the miracle. Jesus was telling the disciples and the people in, in the last part of John 6, the relationship aspect in many of the large group of disciples, they turned away after this, and they followed him no longer. So all he had was his faithful 12, the guys that stayed close to him, which we all know turned to 11 after the Judas situation later on. Jesus wanted people willing to listen to life-changing truth he was bringing. And people, uh, and God, that's exactly what he wants us today, to hear life-changing truth. We should be flocking to the churches, not flocking away from them. We should be getting involved. We should be getting involved in our local church, in our local neighborhood that is serving God and, and living by God's word instead of running away. Oh, I don't need the church. I don't need the body of Christ. We need it more than we've ever needed it in our life. Jesus didn't need miracle chasers. He needed people to have a relationship with him. We live in a society fascinated with the unknown. You know, some of you have recently seen the pictures of the new telescope of the universe. Amazing, beautiful pictures. 
and I think I might have mentioned this a week ago. Well, when I I uh, met Akiana, the child prodigy, years ago, took my daughter, and she signed a book for us when she was eight years old. Well, she had all these visions and painted pictures of what she believed heaven and the universe all looked like. You would be amazed what her picture was like compared to what the actual picture of these telescopes are. You get a chance, go online and look up Akiana and just take a look at the one universe picture and compare it to the picture that is actual that the uh, new telescope took. It's amazing. Our God is amazing. We think of the millions of planets. We, we cannot fathom the greatness of our God. People will travel all over the country if they hear of fantastic miracles. They'll start chasing a person or an organization because all they want to do is see miracles. I know people that have gone to a church uh, in another state. They said, oh, the miracle is going on. We want to go see what's going on. We want to be a part of that. Well, folks, when we start focusing in on things and on miracles instead of on God, instead of on our relationship with Jesus, Pretty soon, we're struggling. Pretty soon, we're becoming a fan of the world and the things going on instead of a fan of God. You know, we I, miracle, miraculous signs are important because they show us things. But when they become our life and our everything, we've got some uh, issues. I've seen uh, many miracles in my life, but I don't chase after them. I believe in God's divine power. I was healed one time immediately of strep throat. I believe in his healing, but when you read the word of God and you follow his teaching, you realize his teaching is much more than about miracles. It's about truth. It's about direction for living. It's about relationship, about following God at all costs, no matter what's going on in your lives. People of God, I'd ask you today, are you following him? Is it about relationship? Do you go to church because your relationship with God, or do you go to be entertained by the worship team or entertained by the pastor? And you go and you don't like the sound of this or that, so you don't go anymore. Why don't you go and try worshiping God and serving him, no matter what the circumstances is? Walk into the church Say, I am going to worship God today. I'm going to learn something today. I'm going to leave with a greater relationship with God today. Maybe it's time some of us flock to the altar after a service and pray together and gather around each other and pray. Oh, but we don't want to do that because people will think something's wrong with us. <laughs> yes, there is something wrong with us. We live in a sinful world and we need Jesus. Luke 9.23 says, Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Not weekly on Sundays, not monthly, not yearly, but daily. The invitation has not changed. It can't be about us. It has to be about him, folks, about loving him, about having a relationship with him. Where is your relationship? You know, are you a follower of Jesus? Are you all in with Jesus? In the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, we see the verse from the paraphrase, if you love someone, You'll be loyal to them no matter what the cost. Can we say that about our relationship with Jesus? I'm going to be loyal to him no matter what the, what the cost. I'm going to defend him. I'm going to stand my ground in defending him. Folks, he wants you to follow him. 
And I know I know many of you are. And I pray you continue to do so and encourage your friends. Hey, we'll chat more tomorrow. May God richly bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.